Hello and welcome to the Nordic Digimon podcast. Today, no, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, really? I, I I just spent I just spent a week reading up on the Digimon rules. I was ready have to have really? a, I was ready to have a segment about the rules of Digimon. Uh, and you say you tell me I wasted that time. I'm afraid so. You you realize it was the first of April that I. Oh really? Oh yeah, shit! It's like oh, April, wow. April, April Fools. Oh, so yeah. I did all that in for nothing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, now this is the Nordic Keyforge podcast. Um, we uh, we appreciate that the the, uh, the response from our little April Fools prank. Um, and we also just want to apologize to anyone out there that actually likes the game Digimon, uh, that actually understands the game uh, Digimon. Um, it was actually nothing to, negative towards Digimon. It was just a game that wasn't <laughs> another game that wasn't flesh and blood where people might have actually thought we were being a little bit serious. <laughs> so uh, we didn't want to go down that road. So uh, this is the Nordic Keyforge podcast. We are we are exclusively uh, Keyforge. Uh, we are almost exclusively Nordic Keyforge. Uh, with a few other tournaments around that we're involved in. And we are exclusively crazy. Uh, but that's another <laughs> thing. Jonas, Hydro, you're here. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, I, I, I I ran for the first time in years yesterday because at work we are going to do a 10K in June. So... Oh yeah, wow! That was, that Is was that rough. why your eyes are still all bloodshot today? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was wheezing for half an hour after <laughs> finishing yesterday. Uh, I'm <laughs> five minutes in. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's. I was. It was a really sorry sight, but uh, yeah. usually after a few weeks it becomes okay. But yeah. yeah. That start is rough, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel yeah. good because the, I started. So the first one is always the worst. The second one's actually a little bit worse, and then it gets, gets a bit better. It takes two weeks or three weeks to kind of regain fitness that you once had. Apparently, so um, I've been. Yeah. Anyway, um, we have a new host. Um, we mentioned it last time. We were a little bit on the low down. Our new host is with us. Um, when uh, Zaramis uh, left us um, because of um, our war with Help from Future Self podcast and, you know, to keep the peace, we had to um, fire Zaramis. Um, we thought, actually, we still we, we need someone else to kind of um, be the be the third leg of, of the podcast so that we're not just, you know, uh, there's a few of us here. And so there was actually first choice was actually a previous guest on the podcast, someone who has a lot of energy for the game. And immediately I was like, actually, no, this guy is the guy that actually can come and bring a, a new, uh, a new fresh, a breath of fresh air to the podcast, new energy and, you know what? Within about ten minutes, he had already kind of given us six or seven episode ideas. So let's introduce Martian Dog Anders. Welcome as one of the new hosts of the podcast. Thank you, thank you. 
I'm so I'm happy to be back here again. I'm thoroughly it's good to have you back. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, cool. Um, can I just mention at this point? Do you know you're editing the episode tonight as well? That was the. That's the. Oh yeah. So yeah. this is going to be the one episode that will be released in about two to three months. Okay, that's cool. I just I, I forgot to mention that to you when you when you first joined. Okay, yeah, good. that's good. Good thing. Yeah. Anyway, Anders. Yeah, welcome as one of the um, uh, hosts for the podcast. How? Uh, yeah. Should, should we should we do a little bit of a reminder of who you are? Who well, are you? Yeah, that's <laughs> a good question. Uh, who am I? Well, um, I'm mostly known on TCO as Martian Dog. I try to play somewhat regularly um but with um, various success this these last couple of weeks have been a lot of losses and a few uh, glorious wins um and when i'm not playing keyforge i'm, I'm trying to enjoy life here in uh, dalarna sweden with family and work and other adult obligations is that possible? Yeah, uh, well, to enjoy life up in Dalarna, it is. Uh, I've never been there. No, Just well, uh, mm. it's. Uh, I, I live in Bålinge. It's. Uh, mm. It was recently, uh, well, a couple of years ago, it was named Sweden's ugliest town, and <laughs> I can't really disagree. The people are mostly nice, but the town is not pretty, it, uh, and. Uh, we have a very active and healthy Keyforge community in our neighboring neighboring town, Fallen. So I have excellent. Uh, I haven't had the chance to go play live that, with them that much, but uh, we uh, they are about as active as uh, the regular uh, Discord on the on our mm. own channels. So it's a great bunch, and I think without having to learn gotten to know them i wouldn't have been still playing the game oh, that's that's the importance of a local community i guess oh yeah mm. oh yeah oh yeah definitely definitely it's difficult to keep energy in a game if you're the only one playing it um yeah uh, e even on the game like uh, keyforge where you can uh, play online with people all over the world. It's uh, it's no no fun just playing the game if you can't talk to someone about it, discuss and or just uh, say, hey, look at this uh, absolute uh, great uh, game I just played, or have someone who understands the bitterness of losing a game with a uh, crushing defeat. You you are in the right place. Thank you. Yeah, you are definitely in the right place. There, you can join Captain's Keyforge woes. Uh, <laughs> my my new fortnightly segment. <laughs> oh yeah, I can add a couple mm. of segments to that. I think. Yeah, fantastic. And I remember one thing that your if you remind us what your favorite house was. Now, considering your name is your your kind of gamer tag is Martian Dog, it's not Mars. No, I like Mars, but uh, they their playing style is 
a bit too complex for my style i can't really make them work as well as they should uh, my personal favorites are actually sanctum which is quite funny because most of my decks don't that i play don't have sanctum but as i uh, mentioned on the, uh, my previous episode is that i enjoy creatures that can take a punch and survive they don't have to be the one killing everything but i want them to survive um, uh, when I like playing defensively, and uh, Sanctum is very good at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. But then again, all houses are uh, have their charm. But uh, I think I think the iconography of Sanctum with these big uh, hero- heroic knights it, uh, is appealing on many levels. Excellent. Um, and you were in the episode, uh, I cannot remember for the life of me what number it was, but it was number 13. We... Oh, you, of course, number 13, episode number 13. You remember? Um, of course, you remember. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Um, this is why you were our first choice. Um, and that was an episode where we talked about the tales of the Crucible, at least three of those books. And I think we're going to be returning to those books as well um in uh in the next uh few months um yeah, or years um, <laughs> i need to finish the second <laughs> book yeah <laughs> yeah so it will, will maybe more years i'm um, happy to make another episode like that it was a lot of fun oh yeah, yeah oh yeah definitely a lot of fun i think there's i mean there's still a few we only covered three stories of yeah. that book um and it's definitely a really good book and i still need to kind of finish um and even start the second book as well which i've been actually really excited about um so yeah we're going to be doing that and you've brought a whole load of ideas but we've got so much time to get to know you over the next 100 episodes (laughs) so come on we've got vision here come on guys yeah um let's start with you anders how was your forge night well, uh, my Fortnite has been uh, so-and-so. Uh, I have tried playing a couple of uh, games with um, either new decks or decks that I haven't played in a while. And it has been, well, abysmal results. I have been crushed so many times on so many ways. It's uh, <laughs> not really funny, almost. Um for example, I have one deck with both Quixelstone, Niflkong, and, uh, and Fangtooth Cavern, which sounds like it should be a good combination, but I can't, for the life of me, get that deck to work, which is very frustrating. It was a great deck to bring uh, in the league when I had it, um, because it got banned every game. No one wanted to play against it. No. Always been a always been a fantastic band bait. Yeah, but uh, I had uh, I finished well. My last two games uh, the other night was fantastic. I played against uh, another fellow uh, here in uh, Dalarna who wanted to try out some uh, decks for his uh, line league lineup. And I crushed him thoroughly both times. It was so sweet. Um, but uh, I've been trying to play mostly 
casual games, maybe jumping in on a couple of competitive sometimes, but it has been mostly against random people on TCO. And um, while the community on TCO is mostly good, I do enjoy the uh, banter when one can get when, with playing against people you know through mainly our wonderful Discord. But that, that's uh, my Fortnite. Cool. Do you want to go next? I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you make some good points there that the, this, this community really helps play, you know, that need that we have to discuss how we're doing. Yeah. Even if we have a, have a good plan uh, with, with the Swedish community uh, that we have in our Discord. Or just maybe having spending a couple of minutes after the game discussing what what went wrong, uh, could have I done could I have done anything differently or mm. Jesus Christ that deck of yours is a, an absolute monster. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's a, I think there's a difference there with playing with that happening in Keyforge. Than happening in other games, but we can gonna get onto that later on yeah. this evening. Um, that there there isn't such the bad feelings all the way there. Uh, Hydro. Yes. So uh, um, for international competitive Keyforge, the uh, KFPL, I haven't played anything. <laughs> I have played three out of five games in my group. And then the other two people, is, they haven't really played anyone, and they haven't played me either. So <laughs> we just got yeah. a message from Jupiter in our group, actually, that we need to <laughs> start playing our games. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> we're just waiting for those two people. <laughs> wow. Uh, just just think what would have happened if uh, the second round of that would have actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I will probably play them eventually. I'm, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, You're two for one, aren't you, at the moment? Yeah. KFBL. But what I will mention is I played on Sunday live here in Stockholm. Uh, oh, just shut up. We played. <laughs> no, we let's, played, just, let's, let's mute you. Come on. <laughs> we played the Dark Tidings uh, sealed. Oh, oh, stop it. No, Dark Tidings sealed. No, seriously, what are you doing to me? <laughs> it was fun. I, oh, I, so I went. Jealous. I didn't do very well. I went one, two. Um, yeah. But my deck, it was a bit frustrating. My deck. The only board control it had was uh, the Saurian action that kills everything with four power or lower, which is usually very good. But I was up against a lot of decks with big creatures or power counters. So I had mm. trouble controlling the boards. Uh, but overall, I don't really think my deck was that much worse than everyone else. It just, that's just how the games went. Uh, and, but it was fun. Um, Nice. But I, I mean, that, I, mean I, opened also, I also opened the deck before while waiting for other people to show up and I got I got a new record in terms of low sus. So I opened the 45 sus world's Whoa. collide deck. That's a record for me at least. So So what house is apart from Brobnar? Uh no Brobnar. Oh, what? Whoa. What? This I think uh, I need to look it up, but I think it wasn't Brobnar. It was this and shadows and untamed maybe, but no problem. So it was mm. 
that low SAS worlds collide and no Brobnar. Can you imagine that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we, we need to see that deck. I think it looks all right, actually, but I think it can yeah. make Amber quite quickly. But uh, yeah, I think it's more like a 55 deck than a 45 deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> but still, uh, I will have fun trying that one out later. Also. That was my it's, in, it's interesting when, when those low SAS decks have... It looks like they have all the muscles in the right places, yet there's some reason why it's, yeah. it, 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 does, it, it is that, that low. I think mainly it's amber control for this deck. I think it has yeah. decent amber generation for having solo sass and it has good board control. Mm. But uh, yeah, mainly, mainly amber generation. Sorry, am, amber control, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so it's one of those decks where you need to let the opponent go ahead, and then you can steal rather than generate your own. Well, it's yeah, it's one of those decks where I have was glad shadows, and it does nothing. That's the main problem, I think. <laughs> uh, oh, ouch! Which Worst can happen? Shadows that does nothing. That's yeah, like not a single steel card in. In in the shadows, which is not. I think we have our answer as to why it's a (laughs) forty-five. Yeah, (laughs) it'd be interesting to put that up against the deck that I opened on stream this week. Yeah, actually, Actually, it's forty-four sets even. So yeah, even lower. But that that was not that was not the deck I played in the seal to clarify. So no, that's no. not the reason I went one two, <laughs> but I—I I mean, the important thing is that you had fun. Yeah, I had a lot, and of fun. I think you probably had most fun because you were playing Dark Tidings Sealed. Yeah, I so always enjoyed you that. You still had fun even though you lost. Yeah, for sure. If you see what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> oh, we're we getting to your fortnight. Or... Dark Tidings is, you know, so good. Yes, and it's so enjoyable. So yep. love it. Yeah, really good. All right, that's my fortune. Cool. What, that's what your about fortune. yours? My um, Captain's Key Forge Woes uh, actually started off pretty bad. Um, KFPL, I played up against uh, Dave uh, Papiani. Um, if that's I can't, if that's how you pronounce his surname. I was destroyed 5-0, so lost 3-0. And it was so bad, I did not forge one key. Oh, <laughs> well. It was... It was. I I wanted to rip up my entire collection after that game. I was just like, this is. It was so so bad, and it's not like I did. I did any misplays or anything like that. He just had every, the answer at the right time for every time I was in check, and well, was, and I just couldn't do anything. I was drawing really badly. That's one thing. But I just couldn't. I couldn't catch a break in the whole in the whole thing, um, and so yeah, he took that game. He took all three games: three nil, three nil, three nil, and I just felt awful. Um, yeah. So that was that was the first game. So did we? Did one of you want to say? Yeah, something? I just uh, just remember we played a game about well two weeks ago. Where you, know, you your deck had a counter for everything my deck tried to pull, so 
That, that was so, so are, you, are you saying this was a more public comeuppance to yeah, what you went through? Somewhat, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because uh, we'll, we we can talk about that game later on because that was uh, horrible. Actually, it, it was yeah. great fun, but it was also horrible at the same time. I can't remember which deck I was playing. Was uh, that the, one of the new ones I played? That I played? Uh, yeah, probably it was. Yeah. But it, yeah. it it was uh, it was a, a count a perfect counter to, for to my deck. Yeah, it mm. had uh, when I played something. Aha! Now I got it. And then you played. Well, then you just had perfect setup yeah. for this. Card. I I think yeah. I remember that. I remember drawing pretty pretty well that game. Um, and so it wasn't necessarily anything I did right. I think I just drew well. Um, in that game. Yeah, so then uh, it obviously then I deserved that loss. Um, going from <laughs> what you said, Dog. Nah, you, um, you played it no, good. My second game uh, that I played this week, I played against Not Tonight, um, who's uh, the Polish members of the Nordic Keyforge community, um, uh, and plays a lot in the Swindles and everything. Uh, she was in my group and. She told me afterwards that this is the first game in the the KFPL that she's actually prepared for because she listened to the podcast and got some tips. And oh. so I'm actually... She was scouting. scouting she was out. scouting and she was actually um, trolling me a little bit, um, <laughs> thinking it would be a lot of fun. So not tonight. Um, thank you, not for that. Um <laughs> <laughs> I lost 3-2. However, I could have won 3-2. I went 2-0 down and I fought back to 3-2. And I I had so much hope that I, I that I could have taken the last game. But the whole experience with the, the, the Keyforge Premier League this time, even though I kind of feel completely out of my depth playing it, um, it's really interesting how I started... You start off playing, and then because the the end the last game, if those of you who aren't aware of the the KFBL this time, there are five points to be shared between the two the two players. If you win a game, you get a point. The first person to three um, takes any remaining points that haven't been claimed yet so if you win 3-1 you win 4-1 because there's the one left over the other thing is that you can play any deck you, you ban one deck and you can play any deck you want that hasn't won yet so as soon as you win a deck then it kind of you can't play it anymore in that in that match so not tonight was stuck with the same deck that I was. The, 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 so it's the kind of thing where if you do have a weaker deck, you need to know how to win with that deck because otherwise you could lose things 3-2 all the time. But I realized that I played, the second time around I played all my decks, I played so much better with, and I was like, okay. And I kind of realized that all these decks, like... One of the reasons, one of the difficulties that is with, with with playing this is actually, we've I haven't been practicing 
my really good decks because I've been having fun with some of my lower SAS decks because we're between seasons at the moment. Um, that's one thing. But also, it's like it could also have been that actually Not Tonight had played her deck two, three times. And so actually, she was repping the deck and got the win because she was repping the deck hmm. there, in the, there in the game. So that was a, it's a really interesting thing. It actually made me really enjoy the KFPL experience when I actually won a game and was able to enjoy my decks. And that's kind of, you know, what I kind of wanted to get the reflection I wanted to make on on that this time. So I, I very much enjoyed not being destroyed. Um, not that nice. As anyone would. Um, yeah. Um, and then I've been streaming um, a little bit again as well. Um, trying for my iPad, trying a few different things because I have... Uh, from the bath? Um, yeah. I uh, <laughs> Jan uh, from uh, Finland, uh, one of our listeners, has uh, taken me up on the, the challenge from the last episode. So I will be streaming where possible my uh, Perkley Cup Season 5 games from the bath. Um, now I've just got to work out how I can, you know, get a webcam <laughs> and not electrocute myself um, at the same time uh, and keep it. You'll gain keep, a keep, whole keep, new keep. fan base, like looking for... Yeah, but this, I, don't, I don't want to start only fans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, 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 that's the thing I don't want to go down. So I've got to kind of go... And I don't even have a bath at the moment. It's getting installed next week. So... Um, um, we'll uh we'll see what happens there we've got a little, i've got a little bit of time but the um some kind of streaming is going to be coming back to my channel i need to work out what i'm going to be streaming and how um and everything coming up so i've kind of missed kind of doing my friday forge stuff as well so i've been planning that that has been my forge night um and that was a good 15 minutes i think just on my own forge night so listeners i apologize if you're still with us uh, stay with us because we're going to be talking about the hiatus. I think they've all just left. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I, I heard everyone's like the click of everyone's tape players just go off. Tape players? Yeah, I don't think anyone listens on a on no on one of those. Wow, I've shown my age. <laughs> shown my age. Yeah. Now, I think we're, the main topic that we're going to be talking about, and this is something that um, Anders brought um, one of his ideas, and we're having some discussion in the last couple of weeks, but really, like, what what is keeping you interested in Keyforge during the hiatus? And I feel it's something that um, some of the other podcasts are discussing this, trying to encourage people to stick with the game. But it's always inevitable when the hiatus is continuing. We don't know when it's going to finish, but it's always worth coming back because month after month after month, we're still not hearing news. Yet we need to know that the the game we love loves us back. Oh, you know, sure. we need... We need we we need that encouragement to say you know the our 
yeah, they, they, they there's there's some response there. It's not just a one way, a one sided relationship. Really, you know, we need to we need to know there's something there. So let's let's put the question out to you guys. Either one of you can say this. What's keeping you interested in in Keyforge at the moment? So for me, it's um, first. It's just the, the game is so good. So I just I don't care if. If they don't keep, as long as there are people to play with, I want to keep playing because I really like the game. That's number one. Uh, number two is the local community here in Stockholm. We don't get to play very often, but when we do get to play, it's it's really fun. So, uh, and the th- third one is the league some I'm playing in occasionally. So they, I would say. They, Keeping competitive, keeping keeping yourself in a competitive situation in some sense. Yeah, but I would say that one is less important than the other ones. Uh, like the the most, I for me, it's not super important to keep play every week. Like if I play no. once every six months here in Stockholm, that would be enough for me. Also, like I don't need to play it more often than that. Uh, so, so for me. And as long as there are other people who are okay with that, then it's not really a problem for me if, if we don't get new new stuff for a while yet. Uh, mm. We, I mean, it's a shame that mass mutation is sold out everywhere because I feel like that set didn't really get its moment in the spotlight mm. for sealed play because of the pandemic. Um, so, uh, so I would have liked to play mass mutation more uh, before it mm. ran out everywhere. In, but... Do you mean like in proper OP sealed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but still, we have Dark Tidings. We can go back to Kota or AOA uh, or Worlds Collide. Mm. Uh, you, you don't always have to play the latest set. Uh, we had an AOA sealed um, a few months ago in Stockholm, which was really mm. fun and so on. So so I think the game is is so infinite in its possibilities that for me, uh, I can keep having fun with the game even if new stuff is not released for a while. Uh, and if, maybe I wouldn't have fun going every week, uh, but we don't necessarily have to do that. It's okay to just play once a month or once every two months or whatever uh, for for local mm. play, and then and then. I don't know, some games, if you have some time to kill on TCO every once in a while or a league game or something. Uh, that's I don't really need... I am the, I have spent several hours per day, some periods, playing this game, but I'm mm. also actually really happy to just keep it up a little bit sometimes. Uh, I don't have to have it as something that I constantly spend no. several hours per week on. Yeah. Do you feel in any way that this kind of a it felt like it was set every six months was a little bit felt a little bit too much to begin with because I hadn't really gotten through all of the decks that I had when decks were coming out thick the sets were coming out thick and fast. So I'm not and, sure when 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 I was in another situation back then I was working on a PhD and you have kind of and I was working somewhere that was closer to my home. So I, I felt it was easier to find time back then. Mm. So so I didn't really find it a problem. 
maybe now that I have like a an eight to five or nine to six job with uh, an additional you know, couple of hours of commute on top of that, uh, I don't know. And you said every nine months would be fine for me as well. But uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if I know for some other players already a one every six months was too seldom. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I probably wouldn't recommend once once the game is back. I wouldn't recommend spacing it out more. I think no. six months is good. Yeah, it's a good. That's ca- interesting to release yeah. it. Yeah. How about you, Anders? Yeah, well, uh, I'm. For me, it's uh, the 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 thing that keeps me uh, hooked on the game is mostly the community. I must admit, it's. Uh, 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 the ab- ability to play with actual, actual friends online is a great benefit to me because well as hydra was saying that we all have jobs some of us have families going out to uh, uh p- playing live a couple of hours a week that's not always possible but finding an hour or two uh, by the computer is totally fine and I can squeeze mm-hmm. in a couple of games uh, then and there and uh, I could do that playing some random game on, on the computer as well or on my cell phone but it's the social aspect that I really enjoy being to able, being able to play against real people and interacting with them at, at the same time uh, that and uh, I've also uh, t- um, decided that uh, the next uh, this period I'll be abstaining from any uh, cups or uh, long time leagues or stuff uh, stuff like that because I want to focus on uh, discovering the all the decks that you open up and see oh, well this could be fun but ah it's not that good so you mm. put it aside. I, I want to be able to play more of them, those decks. I won't be able to play all of them. I have far too many by now as well. What's what's your magic magic number? Uh, well, I have currently on my decks of Keyforge, I'm up to 139. But then, I, then I also gave away eight decks to a coworker uh, last week. Who uh, nice. was interested in the game? New players. Yeah, hope, hopefully. Uh, she was interested, and her son was a big uh, Magic player, so maybe I can get one of them hooked on it. But uh, then again, I also have uh, two display boxes of unopened uh, Worlds Collide sitting in my closet. Yes. But I'll try to keep them unopened for as long as possible it's mm. uh, i have i have a big pile of uh, 70 plus uh, sauce 70 plus index that i haven't played and uh, this latest box i opened it had so many fun and interesting decks uh, that it was absurd uh, before mm. that i i was uh, was not amused by world's glide i had had just gotten really bad and weird decks by them but now i got loads of really fun and uh, good decks as well yeah 
Uh, I kind of admire the strength of will of people who are able to have two boxes at home and don't just yeah. open and them all I've up. Got, I've got, I've got, I've got a box of uh, Worlds Collide and AOA, uh, not AOA, um, uh, Kota. In, yeah, in I can't do it. Well. It's I not, it's not possible. I, I, I know it's the same yeah. way with candy. If I have something at home, I eat it immediately like a pig. So uh, yeah, <laughs> as long as it's unopened, it's a, a, a lot easier. As, as soon yeah. as I break the plastic foil, then I start opening ones, one or two a week. Maybe. Are you talking about sweets or keyforge decks? Uh, well, in this Thanks. regards, I was talking about uh, uh, keyforge decks, but the same principle applies to sweets as well. If I yeah. if I have an yeah. unopened bag of bag of sweets at home, it's usually okay. But as soon as I open it, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As soon as you've had one, it's just, I'm just going to have one. Yeah. I'm just, just going to open one deck. Oh, yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, one was a very good one. Okay, I'm going to have to open another one. one. Yeah. Ah, uh, another Worlds Collide problem. I'm going to have to open another one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so true, though. But the thing is, I, th- I think I think when you get to there, like, I haven't, I've opened some, like if I'm a little bit bored and, you know, working from home and a bit bored and I just need kind of a little break and like, I'll, I'll open the deck just because, you know, I can and have a look through and it's a little bit of a, um, a rest. But I also think, well, actually playing sealed is so much fun. that I want to save them to be able to play sealed when I yeah. can invite some people around and just crack them open and play brand new decks without even looking at them. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. Um, I'm, I've got a, I've, on my on my uh, bookshelf over here, I've got a, a deck from each set that's been there for about six months because I want to open them live on stream and go through the, the sets and see the meta and stuff that's in the decks and, and talk about that. And they've been there waiting for me to plan that stream, but I just haven't got around to it because... I want the community to be involved. I want there to be a community element to opening decks and, and enjoying them, on Sanctum- which is really important. On the Sanctimonious server, they have this uh, deck live opening thing where people open up a deck and they show they they like write one card at a time and everyone discusses each card as it comes in. And I, I kind of really enjoy following that when I have the time. Uh, so I yeah, I, I see what you mean. I, I, yeah. Been thinking about doing something like that too, but haven't gotten yeah. around to it. What, what, what channel is that? Future episode, perhaps. It's on Sanctimonious. Yeah, I've got the Sanctimonious server open now. Uh, yeah, hang on a second. It's uh, this channel is named. It's quite far to the bottom, so maybe a bit hard to find. But uh, live blogging deck opening. Oh, looking for that now. Looking for that now. That's really cool. Live blogging deck opening. Oh, lovely. It's quite fun. People, you open the deck, get a card at a time, and people are like, oh, how will this new card work with all the previous cards? And like, oh, we are a bit short on on board control, and now we got to wipe. That's really good. And yeah. yeah. And it's usually only maybe, well, I don't know, two or three people following along with yeah. every deck but it's still enough to have an interesting discussion so. yeah that's a lot of fun yeah yeah but then um, again uh, in this hiatus for example if you have 
some decks that you opened but you're not impressed by, why not give them to a friend who, has, who hasn't yeah. looked at them and they can play them blind? Yeah. So, I mean, so some some of them are good beginner decks, yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Or, or as an event, for example, if you have some friends coming over, well, take a couple of decks that are reasonably mm. even matched and just say, each, everyone grab a deck and let's play. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, completely right. Um, I've been I've been giving some decks away, and I've been um, putting some uh, reforged packs get together as well. So I've gone. I've got six packs of um, uh, tokens and, and stuff to come just give away, and I'm kind of giving away kind of six to ten decks um, to kind of play with people, and, and they kind of go away. So I've got a couple of people in the area, but it's still difficult to get. Like, there's a new local gaming shop that's opened. Um, called Manatosh in Quivda. So it's obviously magic. They do magic cards mainly, but they've also got board games, Flesh and Blood, um, a lot of Pokemon as well. Um, I think one box of Digimon, actually, because I did go in and see <laughs> what the fuss was about to kind of take our April Fool's a little bit further, but I didn't want to actually put money into it. Um, so um, I bought another Keyforge deck instead. Uh, and they've got very limited... Uh, Keyforge stock. However, like if it, trying to get them to kind of, I, I need to put a lot of my own time in, which unfortunately I don't have at the right times that they have slots available to try and get something going in the community. So hopefully when the new set comes out, I'm going to try and um, actually push that to see, um, to see where that goes. Um, yeah, but um, just just kind of trying to box friends and stuff that actually really enjoy the game. Um, a couple of pe- people, the, the, the two people I actually gave decks to last night played uh, in the vampire game. I played Vampire um, Masquerade last night, the new Rivals game. And um, we were just like, if we got time, we should have a quick game of Keyforge after this because the game was going on a bit more. So there's that kind of the need of the, and, and people realize that this game is so much more fun than a lot of other games. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put together a couple of uh, uh, starter packs and mm. go visit the local uh, uh, board game and uh, card game uh, group here in Borlänge. The magic scene there usually. It used to be quite strong, but mm. nowadays, nowadays I have no idea. And it's always hard to know. It all depends on what the you know the corona situation is in the area as well. Like if yeah. people are comfortable coming back in Sweden, it's all it's like it's very under control now, and there's no restrictions whatsoever. But it's whether people are safe, feel safe to come out. Yes. Um. One of one of the things that I am noticing, though, in especially like on Facebook, and we've got some new players coming into the thing. There are new, there are other new players picking up the game as well. People are coming in and and, and getting involved. Like the Nordic Keyforge League, there's a few of us that are sitting out this season, um, just because of of time. And I want to kind of give time to streaming. I can say that every season, or and you know, I think I've missed the boat this season. But there's still 48 players. That are signed up for the next this season of 
Nordic Heathrow's League. Yeah. And I think there must be how many new players, I wonder? Um, kind of looking at the list here. I, on that, I, I can mention eight, also. maybe. We we also have here in Stockholm a cup since since after the pandemic since I don't know since mm. we started playing again at the end of last year, yeah, uh, which is not after the pandemic because it's still ongoing I guess but <laughs> so like late within the last year, like uh, two or three of the people that come out when we play are new players so so mm. that's really nice or at least players who who didn't come out and play locally before they might have played yeah. at home. So, and then that, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, and that shows why it's important to have these uh, reforged decks uh, available. So, if if you have a couple of decks that you know these are are okay, but I'm not going to use them, don't toss them or just hide them in a pile of shame or something like that. <laughs> Make some yeah. use of it of them because yeah. some somewhere out there is a keyforge player who hasn't found a deck yet mm. i mean I, I i had to cringe i read on facebook about this and i just someone said i had to throw out 10 decks or a whole load of decks it's actually like throw out like you just threw them in the bin like I I just felt my skin just started crawling. I just felt so uncomfortable with the fact that you're throwing out a Keyforge deck. I mean, Jonta King will always take them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you want to, th- if you're going to throw your decks, send them to Sweden. Um, we we have a guy called Johnny over here that kind of goes around um, rubbish bins and picks out Keyforge decks. Um, and um, you know, gets everything. But I mean, fair play to him. I think he's about eight cards away from having the full collection of Keyforge cards. Yeah, that reminds me. I need to sell a deck to him or trade or something like that. I have one of the cards he he needs. Yeah. Oh, you know, and actually, if you want to go one step further, and he he will pay you money. You don't have to give him the give him them. He will he will give you money for these decks. So you know. Yeah. There's there, there's there's the there's the third hand market here in Sweden, second hand everywhere else. But we've got a third hand market. It's great. Um, <laughs> but talking of talking of the secondary market, actually, the there's there are people. I do see people selling their decks in bulk, their play mats and everything through the the Facebook groups, and it's just like it, it's clear they're giving it up. When they when they're giving away everything, they're giving away their deck boxes, every single thing. They're just going, oh, okay, I'm 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 done, I'm done. But then it's like, well, there's two questions here. One is, okay, what did they want to get out of the game anyway? Was it just the competitiveness that it's just like some of their top decks they just want to, and they're just giving it up because they want to play another game, or do they are they just that upset with fantasy flight because of the lack of support they've given to games down the years uh, netrunner i think there is a third alternative for and i think it's the fact that just uh, the game has the game has been losing yeah, in energy among players, and there are less yeah. events, and like the local yeah. scene may have died. 
and things like that. And people are yeah. leaving for that reason. Maybe maybe yeah. that counts on your first point. I'm not sure. But, but. It's kind of a little bit of where I was going with there. Hmm. And it kind of moves on to another point of going, actually, well, there's a lot of players both giving up Magic the Gathering and moving away from Keyforce to play Flesh and Blood. And I know that's kind of a, a dodgy area to go with some of our listeners but let's 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 not like have any taboos here and kind of address this 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 fleshy bloody elephant in the room um okay that's kind of freaking down Adam, Adam, yeah that's a, that's an uncomfortable that's let's, let's, image <laughs> let's let's rewind here let's just address this this elephant in the room um this this kiwi elephant because obviously it's a new zealand company i look at this because i'm playing i'm playing Succession blood as well and i feel it's okay but i whenever i play i always kind of i'm jealous Actually, when I'm playing Flesh and Blood and I'm kind of looking at in the Flesh and Blood communities and I'm I'm kind of looking through and I'm such a beginner, I'm such a noob. Um, people probably think I'm still a noob in Keyforge as well, which is fair enough. Um, but I'm kind of looking through all this that the stuff, and I'm just thinking the amount of feedback and the amount of communication they get from the developers is more than we've ever got from Fantasy Flight. It's way more than we've ever got from them. And I just want that so much for Keyforge. And so I don't blame people for going there when they're getting this much communication. And I just really hope that they can see that and they can give the same stuff if they ever get this algorithm sorted. So, so but is it okay to play other games? Yeah, during this time, why should uh, uh, it? Uh, why shouldn't be? Because it's not like saying, well, if you play Keyforge, you can't play computer games, or you can't watch mm. movies, or something like that. Mm. Of course, yeah, uh, it, starting another card game will drain your uh, budget for new decks, mm. of course. But then again, have I have some friends who play golf or hunt, mm. and Jesus Christ, our hobby is practically free compared to what they are yeah. paying. So, um, so, let me rephrase the question a second. Yeah. Is it okay to play another game without people getting upset? <laughs> without other players in the community getting upset? <laughs> I think is maybe the, the, the better way to phrase the question. Like, yeah. Well, so, yeah. So, I, so, I, so here is how I would look at it. Uh, I'm sorry for in, I interrupted uh, you there. Go ahead. But, yeah. Um, I think first I will say I won't play another game, and that's just on me because I haven't really been interested in any other game. This is the first game I played, and I haven't really been interested in trading card games before, and I probably won't move on to another one. But the thing I wanted to move on to is if you like other games. I think it can even be an opportunity uh, to find new players, not going in mm. and poaching people or trying, like, convincing them uh, my game is much better. But just you go in and chat with people and say, yeah, what do you play? I play this. I also play this. Mm. And mm -hmm. oh, maybe yeah. someone there is interested. Oh, I want to try that sometime. 
or maybe not. And if that if there is no one like that, that's fine too. But I mean, mm-hmm. you can. It's just expanding your network and finding possibly someone else who is interested in trying it out. So, so yeah. I think it could be good for the game if people go out and play other games and meet new people. I mean, it's not necessarily a threat at all. Uh, and besides, uh, as uh, talking about the emu in the room, uh, Flesh and Blood and Keyforge seemed like two very different types of games. Uh, I haven't played Flesh and Blood myself. I, given the chance, I mm. I want to try it, but uh, I probably won't switch my main game to no. that game. But if my first impressions of that game, and this will generate a lot of hate against me probably but basically i think it, that it looks like an, a, a grown-up version of pokemon because it's mm. all, all you do is fight 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 yeah pretty much and that's one of the reasons why i love keyforge because i can build a fantastic i can have a fantastic deck i can't build it but i can own it and play it fantastic deck that will never fight that will basically mm. always run away from fights and still win or i or you can build a deck that uh, will win but it never reaps i have i have mm. a deck that has won games without reaping once uh, mm. much thanks to a v- very potent shadows yeah so so you're saying that you know key keyforge keyforge decks can be very much like sweden in in wars <laughs> Well, we are probably not staying neutral much longer. The way maybe are not, but a bit. So. But I guess historically, you, you know, you you can you can just reap reap the benefits from other yeah. people's fighting. Yeah, but, yeah. but uh, for example, uh, I uh, used to play a lot of miniature uh, games like Warhammer and uh, such. And there's a uh, one game that's uh, fantastic, but it's uh, very niche. Uh, it's called Malifaux. Uh, oh yes, I've heard a lot about Malifaux. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic game. The miniatures are amazing. The rules are fantastic, and it, they use uh, cards against instead of dice, so it's kind of like this. But there, in that game, you can build uh, a crew that never fights, and it's mm. it's a fighting game. But you can have a, a functioning crew that will win but never fights. Not for me, but uh, I like the idea of ha- being able to play unorthodox ways of winning. <laughs> and Keyforge has mm. that in droves. We ha- uh, we all have decks that can win with the most absurd uh, reasons. And those games are the most fun, in my opinion. Yeah, it's uh, that's something I really enjoy about Keyforge as well. Like you have different win cons. I mean, you have to make three keys, but there are lots of different ways to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's the puzzle that you get with Keyforge. Exactly. You 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 have to you 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 have to work. You, you don't build it. You have to work out the deck that you're given, mm-hmm. and it becomes more of a. It becomes more of a board game than it does a card game. I guess essentially in that sense. We had a, there was actually a discussion going on in uh, one of the in one of the server channels about board games versus uh, card games. 
but it beca- I think that's when it can become more of a board game because you can't do anything to build your deck. You can't do it, which is what a lot of trading card games have. So you get that board game feeling is actually I've got to do the best that I can with the cards in my hand, and that's limited every single game yeah. by the deck that I have, um, which is, I guess, the, the real beauty and the thing that only Keyforge has. And it's what makes Soulforge. me love a seal so much. Like you, yeah. because you always have a new puzzle in the form of a new deck each time you go and play seal. So. Or oh and, yeah, yeah. And just uh, for example, uh, if you have a deck that, um, well, I have a great example. I played against uh, Kandika, Jonas Kandika, uh, in two games. He played. We played the same decks both games. And the first deck I won easily. And then he switched a focus from one house to another in the second game, and he crushed me so bad. And mm. so, okay, we don't know if uh, the draws were different and so on, but just by switching focus on how you play a deck, it can alter how the games will end. And mm. as you said, it's a it's a puzzle, and uh, I've heard that from many other sources as well and I'll, that's part of the enjoyment in this is see, opening a deck and seeing how can i play this deck sometimes i can say yeah i can i can't see how i will play this deck or this won't this won't be fun to play then this yeah, that will go into the pile of shame but that that's that's, that's that comes with experience that's the experience that you get by playing a game over time as well yeah. You can you can just look at a deck and go actually, okay, this feels a lot similar. I'm not don't want to get the time to this deck, but a new player could. Yeah. Um, or, or someone can look over the shoulder. If hey, if you focus on yeah. this instead of uh, logos, you could do so much more. Yeah. Yeah. I want to I want to tell tell everyone a story actually um, of just a. a an interesting thing that happened when I played Flesh and Blood at a, an Armory event last week, and it's a feeling that I've never got playing Keyforge, um, despite my many, many soul-crushing defeats um, that I've been a victim of in Keyforge, is that I went and I played, I went uh, one for three in um, in, in the Armory, uh, and um, it, despite two of them, actually, I drew. Um, but it still counts as a loss. Uh, both players get a loss um, if you go to time. But if th- one of the games that I lost, like, actually, no, I got one guy down to, to only one health, and I couldn't destroy him because every time I was doing trying to do a big attack, he had equipment, because you, you have equipment that you that you you have during the game that could always block eight health eight, eight health points um or attack points each time and those pieces of equipment were probably about between 700 to 1500 crowns each and so the pay gap is actually you do you have to pay so you can go and have some fun but then if you want to compete at the game, you have to pay the money to do that. And I just went away feeling like, well, 
if I'm going to have this is going to happen every time, even if I play well, even if I've, you know, the deck I played, I could do a little bit of net decking there because I wanted to get a bit of a kickstart and it's somewhere to start there. But even if it was a decent deck, I'm going to keep going back feeling the same thing. I've never felt that with Keyforge. And so, yeah, the community is pretty good there. Um, they already call me the captain, actually, which is really, really good. I went in there and they said, I oh, watch your surname, I went Kirk, like the captain. And people thought that was funny. And I'm now known in that community <laughs> as the captain. So, you know. <laughs> well, you, um, you are easy to, to bribe in, the, in that respect. Exactly. Yeah. I, t- I take bribes. That's, that's, that's just, how, how, how do people really think that Anders got a host? Um, <laughs> so I just kind of wanted to make that point, you know, as fun as the, the actual game of flesh and blood is, there's, there, there is that, that, that pay gap in, in the community that I think will be a problem. And it's the same thing that magic have. And yeah. I think it's something that they need to, they do need to sort out as, as 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 a game. I don't think it's a problem really that Keyforge will have in the same way, unless you're playing high level Archon and you're buying, you're paying thousands and thousands of dollars for a deck which just clicks. Yeah, but then again, most decks have some sort of weakness as well. Uh, I've yeah, and. Um... I've heard the term rock, paper, shotgun described many decks. And some some decks are shotguns. Yeah, they will blast away most other decks. But sometimes they run into something that is perfectly countered against them. And uh, the, th- th- the thing is that you can't really know for sh- certain that even if, even if you have a really really strong deck that can destroy almost everything it still has some weaknesses mm. yeah but but then it's managing those weaknesses yeah that's the thing in keyforge in a in a in a tg in a, a trading card game you can just switch out those weaknesses and go okay actually that's not working with the better etc etc you switch them out yeah in keyforge you work around the weaknesses and that's very, very different. Precisely. Yeah, it's, it, it's what makes it interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyone listening that is considering playing Flesh and Blood, don't give on, give up on Keyforge just yet. Especially when there is a very... There was a tweet that went out from Fantasy Flight and also on a Facebook social media. 20th of April... Fantasy Flight are doing a, sh- a live stream about some other game. I'm not quite sure. And they mentioned in this tweet that there is a surprise announcement in this tweet. Hi, Joe. You look like you haven't I haven't, haven't heard this yet. No, I haven't heard this yet. Are people <laughs> yeah, thinking yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Keyforge or are people setting themselves there's, up there's, for... There's a lot of people just hoping and hoping and hoping this is Keyforge. Yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah. I mean, you've got a week to go, so yeah. you know, I wouldn't hold your breath for a week. It's quite <laughs> unhealthy. Um, but yeah, it's, I want it to be, and I'm just thinking, what else could it be? What else could this announcement oh, be? Oh, they have so many games. It could be anything. I, I would yeah. also say, don't hold your breath. I, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I'm thinking Gen Con maybe is when they. Yeah. 
But, yeah, but, well, but yeah. the, the, I would again, love to be wrong, though. Yeah, of course. But then again, uh, uh, if they start uh, seeing progress on their uh, mobile cli client, that would be huge, because mm. if they, if they can get that work, they will have something that no other card game comes close to. Yeah. Yeah, I will say it's something we have maybe been touching on. We have been talking about people leaving the game. And then the natural continuation question is how do you revive it? And then, yeah, like the digital client is a way to reach new people. Yeah. yeah. But but I feel like it's going to be a different game, though, with the, with the digital client. The, the game is going to change. How you get a hold of decks. Mm you know, digitally decks, that that's a whole discussion for another episode. Uh, I personally, I that, hope, but... I so hope they won't, uh, they, they, they will keep the physical decks and you scan them as normal. Mm. Because... Oh, I, me too, me too. Yeah, I, I want to own the my lovely little paper cards, because mm. that's part of the enjoyment. I, For example, as some people do, they have two accounts on TCO and keep playing solo mm. against each other that's just yeah. depressing in my opinion because okay yeah. I, I play a lot against myself but then i take my two decks sleeved and sit by the table and play against myself because i i like the feel of the cards yeah for me i can't keep track i've tried doing that and i just can't mentally keep track of two battle lines in real life like no uh, it's just too much kind of mental information at once, too, information overload. Uh, it could yeah. be something similar there. I don't know. For other people who play, yeah. who play, yeah. prefer to play there, against themselves. There's going to be a good, yeah, there's going to be a good way and there's going to be a, a, a good way for players to pick up the game and not feel they've missed out a whole load if it's going to kind of go to another couple of million people. Uh, which if there's a, if there's a, if there's a, um, a mobile client, an in, uh, an official client, then you'll get millions playing this game. Yeah, because it's so accessible. What I'm looking forward to is to being able to play the Kirakan and the Conspiracy mm. on my like on my phone, just against an AI offline. You know, oh, the offline play that you can play that would that it would be absolutely fantastic if you can play those one player games. Yeah, offline. Oh wow, I know, Anders, I know you're a big fan of the. Yeah, I, I have them both, and I, I play uh, against the key rack and yeah regularly. Uh, I've I I enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. So twentieth of April, that is that um, keyforge. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, keyforge announcement. I'm I'm probably holding my breath more than um, anyone else's because I think I'm just so desperate to get something out of. Some some kind of news, please. Yeah, um, some spoiled cards. That's all we need. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. And send send us some spoiled cards as well. Yeah, you know, it'd be lovely for us to have a little that, bit. That, of that, that would be a exclusivity. little exclusivity. CPR on our yeah. beloved game. Yeah, but I think one one thing that with because I play a lot of board games as well. One one thing that I do I have enjoyed. Uh, oh, it's not essentially enjoyed, but I have appreciated with playing other card games and other board games is the refreshing that refreshing feeling when you come back to Keyforge. So actually, flirting with some of the other games, 
I don't. We shouldn't make people let people feel bad about make people feel bad about that. If they want to play some Veshen Blood, if they want to play some Magic, if they want to go and do whatever they want to do, even, even you can't make, make people feel bad for that. That's it's okay for them to do that, but when the game comes back, they're going to come back and enjoy it. I'm sure of it. Yeah. So that's a good way to wrap up this evening's conversation. Um, a lot of interesting points there and i think if you're going to take anything home listener just stick stick with it stick with it um continue just enjoying getting people into the game um, as well don't throw your decks out give them to someone else um that's my final words anders yeah and it's not wrong to play another other games while we wait for the new uh, set for Keyforge. Go ahead, play play some other games, but please come back uh, when yeah. when the mm. when the urge to forge some keys returns. Yeah, that, that's yeah. and as I do or do as I do, just uh, play for fun. Play your old fun decks and so on. Mm. And I guess my final word would be: don't you don't have to play every week. You can you can no. like play. Just occasionally, yeah. When when you feel like it, uh, instead, and and then re- renew a more focused interest, if and when the game comes back. So. Yeah. Cool. Great final words. Good night from me, the captain. Good night. Good night. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Forge on the prospect. <laughs>